0: Good morning. Welcome to Discovery's Digital Gathering. We are glad you're here. We are excited for what God has in store this morning. We want to invite you to download our app, which will help you stay current with our community and get further connected by filling out our new visitor card. Let's prepare our hearts for worship and for the adventure of discovering the good news of Jesus together. Hello Discovery family, so good to have you with us this Sunday. It's exciting to be with you. For the ones who don't know me, my name is Antonio Reyes and it's a pleasure to be here with you. Today I have the opportunity to start this conversation on practice. You know, um, it's a beautiful thing to walk through a very practical way of how to practice the ways of Jesus. And today we begin a conversation on fasting, on this um season in the church calendar called Lent and maybe you're this is your first time hearing about this and we're gonna learn together about what this means what is lent what is fasting see because about practices I believe practices should be about changing of our hearts I believe that practices should have an impact inside of us it should be about what is creating inside of us many times we make it about more we make it more about the sacrifice about why are we giving up then what is happening inside of us what is developing inside of us what is shaping inside of us what is digesting? what is awakening to what is are we seeing a new reality or are we seeing the same way see I believe the practices and discovery we believe that to be able to experience the good uh, news of Jesus we need to practice his ways And in order, when we practice his ways, we're able to see this new reality, this way of reordering the world called the kingdom of God. See, Lent, this season, for many of us, uh, maybe some of you guys practice this where your loved ones, where your parents, with your grandparents, and you know what is this. But for some of us that we kind of grew up hearing about Lent, but we really didn't know what it was. The only thing we knew was that would you give up meat? and you get some sort of like uh, ashes in your forehead you know that's all we knew but you know in the past four years i have been learning more and more about Lent and how beautiful this is how uh how powerful and how impactful it can be if you actually embrace this season because lent family is this moment of anticipation to prepare ourselves for this holy day which is easter see the purpose of Lent shouldn't be about formal, to a few formal obligations, but rather should be about softening our hearts and to be open to the new reality of the Spirit. In Jeremiah, you know, we see this beautiful uh, picture that God communicates through him. In Jeremiah uh, chapter 29 verse 13, he says, when you come looking for me you'll find me yes when you get serious about finding me i want it more than anything else i'll make sure you won't be disappointed god's decree i love the way eugene peterson puts it in the message bible see because there's something about find seeking and finding that god places value in that see fasting Helps us amplify our conversation with God. Fasting helps us amplify our communication with God. I love what John Mark Comer uh, says. He says that you can fast without praying. You can pray without fast. But when you combine both of them, they amplify each other. They, the scholar Scott Midnight says that fasting is body talk that um, you have the opportunity then not just to pray with your mind, but to pray with your whole person. See, fasting should help us unclutter our souls from unnecessary things. I remember the first time I fasted. Can I share that story with you? I remember that I was like 20 years old. I was in Bible school. I didn't know many things about faith or the Bible. I just, I remember people talking about this Daniel that fasted for 20 something days and he gave up meat. So I was like, that's the thing, all right, guess I should do it. Many people didn't really give me a lot of instructions. I just remember, I wanna connect with God and this is the thing to do, I guess I'm gonna do it. And I remember that the only instruction that I have was like, don't eat eat nothing with sugar and don't eat meat. Uh, Okay, so my my fasting, in other words, my diet, friends, consistent and couple noodles. And some vegetables and some fruit and a lot of nuts. I will snack on nuts like crazy. And I add in the mornings uh, a cereal with very low percentage of sugar. That was literally my, literally my uh, diet for 20 something days. How do I survive? I don't know, friends. I don't know how I actually finished that family. I remember when I finished the fasting, I straight went to In-N-Out and bought two double doubles. I don't want to tell you what happened after that. I was dying and I didn't know what was wrong with me. It was just, I was in pain, but nobody told me anything. Now that I look back, did that transform me? Not really. Did that teach me something new? Yes, Not eat double-double after I fast. Did, does this something happen in your character? Mm, I don't think so, but I was very satisfied because I sacrificed 20 something days without eating meat. See, this is what I'm talking about, family. Lent shouldn't be about just the surrender of stuff. It should be about the surrender of our souls. And Jesus gives us a beautiful example of this. Alicia, uh, uh, Alicia uh, the book of 40 Days of Decrease um, gives us a very beautiful picture and argues about something very interesting. See, she lets us know that maybe... Jesus didn't start fasting when he came into the wilderness or to the desert. He fasted three decades before that. And, and actually, Paul gives us a window about this. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 6, he says, Though he was God, he didn't think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, give up his divine privilege, he took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being when he appeared in human form he humbled himself in obedience to God and died in a criminal's stead on the cross. Once again many people think that Jesus started fasting when he came into the wilderness into the desert but perhaps he started fasting 30 years before with the glory of God wrapped himself in Jesus and gave himself as a gift to humanity. But he fasted his power, he fasted his attributes, and he submitted himself for 30 years and being hidden from everything to be anonymous. Alicia Braid, the same author of 40 uh, Days of Decrease, wrote a book called Anonymous on the 30 years of the hidden years of Jesus. And she writes a beautiful piece and she says, how must I have felt knowing he had the power to heal and walk past a children suffering with leprosy what would it have been knowing that his conception was miraculous to be unable to defend his mother when others whisper about her past family faith and lens should be more about the surrendering of our souls rather than surrendering on stuff i know that we live in a time that living in we prefer self-reliance over everything but perhaps our utter dependence is the true friend of our souls. Can I, de- can I repeat that again? I know that self-reliance is the way to live life nowadays. We live in this society, in this country, in this city. Where self-reliance is the way to go. But perhaps utter dependence is the true friend of our souls. That God is more interested in who are we becoming rather than we why are we giving up in this season the decrease the surrender the sacrifice is only holy when the destination is love the surrender and sacrifice in the crease is only holy when the when the destination is love That is about being present to find beauty beauty in the present the, to find the hidden treasures and the present, and not about productivity See, I have a bunch of 6th graders that love to compete. And sometimes I bring some donuts and I give donuts to the winner team. You know, we do some some um, some cool participations to learn some stuff. And when they're actually competing with each other, they trash talk. You know, they trash talk to each other and, and they kind of like go at it. And they're 6th graders, they're crazy, you know. And sometimes when I don't take donuts, you know, and they actually participate, and they win. They ask him, Mr. Reyes, are we going to win anything? I'm like, uh not today. And they were like, oh, I don't want to do this again. Ah, uh, This is not fun. I'm like, what's going on with you guys? You don't always have to win. You don't always have to get something. You don't always have to be better than someone else. What if you're just B? You know, like you don't have to always get something in return. Family, what if... This fast, what if the season of Lent is about love offerings rather than discipline? What if you resist, the, resist this desire to calculate everything and you submerge yourself in the sacred story of Jesus walking to the cross? You know, the Bible gives us different examples of different characters in the Bible where we can see different people practicing fasting. If this is your first time, you know, these stories themselves might not make sense. You can read it on your own. But see, we have the person of Moses that fasted before receiving the commandments, before receiving this insight from God. Moses fasted. We have David, the King David. He fasted as he was seeing his child ill. He fasted as he saw the impact of his poor decisions around him. We also see Elijah, the prophet Elijah, fasting while he was escaping Jezebel. Even though he did everything correctly, everything right, he finds himself running away from his life because he, they want to assassinate him. They want to kill him. And he's tired. He's exhausted. He's done. in this place where he fasted we always also see the 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 life of Jesus before he faced this temptation before he faced uh, this new challenge he fasted and at the end also we see Paul fasted after his conversion as he faced himself in this weird place trying to figure out what was the next step and the unknown, trying to figure out whose voice was that. He had an idea. God bring people to lead him into the next steps. But he fasted in that season. You see, and the reason why I'm bringing these this, uh, this characters, this stories to you is because I want you to understand, not every fast is created equal. Because fast is not a formula to get you what you want fasting is not to manipulate God and get what you desire see it's not that God hears us better when we're hungry and that is not that God hears us better when we give out YouTube or TV or shows and we're no longer social media it's not that God is listening to us better it's for us to become more aware, more attentive, more present, more conscious to the presence of God and his voice in our life. Because God is a relational being. So this Lent, we have the opportunity to unclutter our souls from unnecessary stuff. That we allow this season to shape us. In the earliest times, the English word for Lent carried this meaning of, of springtime. It was not darkness to it was not darkness it was light. It was not dead, it was renewed vitality. See what if in this season of Lent and the other side of fasting you can find new strength. What about if in the other side of fasting in this Lent you can find new renewal vitality in your soul? What if in the other side of actually fasting, like Moses, you find new insight that you've been waiting for? What if like David, you have to take poor decisions, but it's in the other side of fasting that you find perspective and comfort? What if like uh, Elijah? You have done everything right, but you still feel that you're oppressed, you're, you're done, you're tired, you're exhausted. What if you find the words and the strength on the other side of fasting? What if like Jesus, is fasting the thing that is going to prepare you for your new season and your new challenges? What if like Paul, it's in the other side of fasting that you can find the voices that are going to help you to lead you to the new unknown? I believe, family, that these moments that I just mentioned to you, these characters, these fasting moments that they have, it was more about the interaction with God rather than just the sacrifice, what they give up. You know, I, I lived many years in proximity to family members and friends that would uh, practice some sort of fasting. You know, um, I had a lot of friends and a lot of family members that sometimes they would say, I'm not going to drink for two years. And for two years, they would not drink not a single beer, nothing. I would actually respect it. And I was very amazed of their will. How would they do that? You know, for two years. I mean, after two years, they would just party like they never drank before. And it was crazy, you know, but they had this strength. This is a will that will help them, you know, go through a fast for two years. But this is, this is the funny thing is that nothing really changed in their lives. They were taking very poor decisions. Their marriage was suffering all the time. Their kids were suffering all the time. It was just a very not impactful uh, 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 sacrifice in their lives. It's not that they lean more into God in that season. They don't even know what that means. Every, everything was about, I'm going to give up this, and this is the way I'm going to honor God. But no change. Nothing happened in their lives. And I never really understood that on people. You know, Isaiah finds himself in a very interesting place. In Isaiah chapter 58, there's this moment from um, where he's communicating this poem. This tension between God and His people, from, verse 50, from chapter 56 to 66, you see this poem. And there's this very important moment about fasting that Isaiah communicates, and he says this, in verse 2, yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that will never abandon the laws of his God. They asked me to take action on their behalf. This is God. Pretending they, they want me to be near, they pretending they want to be near me. We have fasted before you, they said. Why aren't you impressed? We have been very hard on ourselves and you don't even notice. I will tell you why I respond. It's because you're fasting to please yourself. Even while you are fast, you keep oppressing your workers. What good is fasting? When you keep on fighting the quarreling, this kind of fasting uh, will never get you anywhere with me. See, they have this interaction Isaiah communicates. The God is telling them, hey, there's a problem with your fasting. And the people are saying, no, no, no. We we come together, we pray, we fast, we do the right thing. Why aren't you getting involved in our in our lives? Why aren't you not intervening for us? And God is saying you're missing the whole point. You know why? Because the people wanted this vertical relationship without any horizontal responsibility. Let me mention this this again. They wanted this vertical relationship with God without having any responsibility. uh uh, 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 with their neighbor they wanted god to intervene in their lives but they didn't want to intervene in nobody else's life they didn't want to help nobody else but they want god to help them so god is saying no 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 no! you're missing the point about this and in verse 6 he continues no this is the kind of fasting i want he says free those who are wrongly in prison let lighten the burning of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give close to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. See, God is telling him, Look, I know you want this this ver- this, this relationship with me. You wanna, you're saying that you're giving up and you're praying, but look, look, look I'll intervene when you care about the people around you i'll i'll make sure I, I become part of your life when you care about the people next to you see god for god is more important who are you becoming than what are you giving up and what you're sacrificing see because who are you becoming can change your circle of influence you know as i close this conversation i remember sharing this story with the leadership of uh, our leadership community and, and discovery i was telling them you know when gabby and i planted a church in the city of southgate the Greater los angeles we had this young man by the name of ernesto ernesto was a very devoted committed person into our community he brought his dad and he started coming to church too but there was some tension with her, with his sisters. His sisters really didn't like the church. In fact, they kind of hated it. They hated the Bible, they hated people in the church. That was not their thing. And funny enough, we started having leadership communities and gatherings at their house, and, and they start interacting with us. We start hanging out with them, we start having great conversations. Till one day, we were in this restaurant. We were talking, we were talking, we were having a great time. And I remember um, my friend Ernesto's sister came next to me and she started talking to me. And we started talking about our mentorship and what that meant and how powerful it is. And I remember she asked me a question. She was, hey, how do you ask someone to be your mentor? And I was like, you just ask. What is the worst thing thing that they can say? No? And that moment she told me, hey, do you want to be my mentor? Inside of me, I was like, what's going on? You know who I am and you know what I do. Like, why me, you know? But I didn't say it out loud. I just thought about it. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm willing to walk with you. And I remember we walked with her for a couple months and we saw that she was going through a lot of pain. One of those days I remember I asked her, I was like, Frank, why do you choose me? You know what I do and, and you know what am I connected to? Why me? And I promise you, this is not about me. I, I promise this is not something that I achieve. I'm still working to be someone that imitates Jesus. But I remember she told me, because I want what you have. I want what you have. Friend, she didn't tell me, it's because you know the Bible. It's because you know you know the ins and outs of theology. And, and, and you know you have a perfect A, B, and C. She, she didn't tell me none of it. She was like, it's because I want what you have. And I told her I was like, friend, but you know what I have to offer you comes from this book. And she struggled and she was thinking, she was like, I know. I know I struggle with that, she told me. But there was no denial about what was happening in my life. See, friends, it's who you are becoming that is more powerful in this season than what you give up. And this lens is more important who you are becoming as you jump in this Lent and this fast and we have different resources you can go to our webpage and you can find different ways if this is your first time doing it we want to support you we want to walk with you and you can actually see different ways to fast different practices that you can use in your daily life help us uh let us know how can we support you in this season but see this is what i want you to understand see spiritual disciplines do not transform They only become relational opportunities to open the heart, your heart, to the Spirit who transforms. Family, we're going to take a moment of remembering the the death of Jesus. We're going to take communion and we're going to take this moment, this pause, as we sing some worship songs, family. Family, I want to pray for you as we dismiss this moment. Mm. Let me pray for you, Davis. Let me pray for you, Discovery, that rem- to remember that spiritual disciplines do not transform us. They only become this relational opportunity to open our hearts to the Spirit who transforms us and transforms everyone else, family. We we'll see you soon. We love you.